Bulls in the Ring. Uh, we have a special guest with us tonight. I'm very excited about this because it's someone from actually where I work. We've always said that I work outside of West Point, and tonight we are having, I guess you could say, former Army football player and current employee of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Connor Slumpka, with us. Hey guys, thanks so much for having me on today. I appreciate it. It's weird to hear a uh, former Army football player. That's the first time I heard that. <laughs> oh, I'm sad to say that because we are going to miss you every uh, every Saturday. So it, it is a little disheartening, but <laughs> yeah, no, that that was that was really weird for me. The past five years, I've had that title. It's been exciting to see you. I watch every game. Working right outside of the gates, there. Okay. It's. Uh, it's actually very nice to have someone local, I guess you could say, on there, or on here. Uh, yeah, a few weeks cool. ago, we had, uh, I don't want you to get mad at us, but we did have a former Navy player on with us. He uh, what was played his name? for Jesse Awuji. Okay. Uh, I, don't know, he, I don't know the name. Yeah, he played a, a few years ago, but he's a current uh, NASCAR driver. But oh, he, did, wow. he did play for the Naval Academy. That's cool. <laughs> so... But I'm, I'm much. I don't want to. I don't want him to hear this and, and sound bad. But I'm. I'm very excited about having you on. Just a hair more because again, you're you're one of our hometown guys. It's it's exciting to have a big college team in our backyard. That's right. Yeah, it's it's definitely the community of Highlands Falls is uh, definitely very special to uh, our team, my friends especially. We're always in Highlands Falls. I'm sure I've probably seen you around. It. Uh, we usually don't uh, say what we do, but I'm, I can guarantee I've probably seen you around. And, you know, it, it's it's good to have that kind of, uh, like, hometown feel from a bunch of outsiders. I mean, there's a few people that are, you know, from the area that go there because parents are stationed there and then they end up going to college there. But yeah. you actually didn't uh, – you grew up over in the uh, suburbs of Pittsburgh, correct? Uh, yeah, but it's actually, it's kind of weird. I actually used to live on West Point for like a year or two of my life when I was like seven. Your dad played football for West Point as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I do have some, I do have uh, more ties in than, uh, than the average person, I guess you could say. Now, did he always grow up, was he originally from Pittsburgh or? Yeah, my mom and dad actually, uh, where I grew up for like the majority of my high school life is where my parents grew up at. So we're all from pretty much the same area. Now I gotta ask this: Are you a Steeler fan? <laughs> oh, I bleed. I, I I bled black and gold for a while. It's kind of it's kind of weird now. All right, because I, I am a I'm a diehard Steeler fan. Yeah, I, I'll give it to Joe. Joe. Joe grew up here, so he's a Giant fan. I'm a Giant fan. I respect that. I respect that. If all right. You're a Giants fan, like that, yeah. then you're a real one. <laughs> Yeah, especially these like, days. I, I would say that more about the Jets fans, but we'll, we'll leave that uh, apple in the bunch. Yeah. yeah true, true. Very true. So, your father played for them. He was a, a lineman, correct? Uh, yeah, he was, a, he was a defensive lineman. Now, you're you're a, a fullback. He was an, or a, a lineman. Was there any rivalry on... Him saying he had a better team, or you were a better had a better team. Is there any is there any uh, parent to son rivalry there? It was actually kind of the opposite. He would always uh, they they have a big golf outing in the summer, like every year. And my dad came up uh, last summer, and he said that they all agreed that none of them actually would have made the team uh, nowadays. 
Was that too many nights at the fireside? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might have been that. I don't agree with them, but that, that's what he said. They had some really good players. Now, going back to your team, three of you actually have now signed or are on NFL teams. Um, this is like a bumper crop, if you will. What what did that mean to Coach Munkin? Uh, you know, it was kind of uh, I think this is huge for, you know, uh, not even just like me, Cole, and Eli and everything, but just for our program. I think that, uh, like, little things like this, I think, add up to, you know, things like uh, bigger recruits, uh, more attention, and things like that. And I think that it's something that could really benefit Coach Munkin and the whole team in the future just because now, you know, it's been seen that kids really can at least get a shot. So I think that'll definitely help with recruiting and things like that for sure. And he's been there for at, at least five years, right? Yeah, he's been five. Going so were you his first recruit class, if you will? I was his first, like, full cycle, if that makes sense, because he came in uh, kind of late into the class before me. I think he only had, like, six months to recruit them or something like that, so my class was his first, like, full recruiting cycle. Yeah, I, I mean, he's he's a gentleman beyond belief. Every, I mean, we see him over at the Dunkin' Donuts. He's always getting, he's always getting, uh, you know, those belly bombs for everyone, and he's always, you know, very gracious. Hello, he, he's really integrated himself into the community, which is awesome. It's nice seeing that, and you have that, just personality right there with us. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's definitely one for the community, and I think that he's handled it about as good as any coach could. Uh, I wasn't a part of the team before, so like. I can't really speak on what it was like before I came in, but I think he's done a great job of like getting us out in the community, getting the community involved with us. Uh, just different, I think just bridging that gap, he's done a really good job at. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, you originally were looking to go play lacrosse, correct? <laughs> done your homework. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was like would have been like seven seven or eight years ago. Yeah, I com- I committed to. Uh, play lacrosse at Ohio State when I was like a sophomore, I think, yeah, I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, I mean, what what made you decide, I mean, other, what, what, did your dad have any big influence on it that made you go to West Point, or was it? So, I, yeah, I've been asked that actually like a ton, like throughout my whole time at West Point, and he did the, again, like the exact opposite. He, uh, and I think that's like the best thing you can do, because you can't force going to West Point on anybody because it's just like you got to intrinsically want to be there I think to be successful uh, so I mean he definitely like I saw the benefits and everything that could come and I, I would say that definitely weighed in on my decision just from seeing like the relationship he has with his friends his experiences um, all those things I think that definitely played a part but he was by no means like you're definitely doing this or you know he, he was uh, very uh, open to many decisions he uh now, he, who did he play for? Who was his coach? It wasn't... He played for Jim Young. Who, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, really big deal. Yeah, because I remember Bobby Ross was there for a little bit, you know, NFL coach, but I wasn't sure if that would have been around the same time. Yeah, I think he either... I think he might have got the very beginning of Bobby Ross, or he just missed them. But I know Jim Young was, like, his recruiting coach. Okay. Yeah. And you have, you have some uh, younger brothers? Yeah, I have, I have three younger brothers, actually. Any of them uh, thinking of uh, joining us over in... Uh... I, I tell you what, I hope so. They're all 
ten times the athlete I am. And, like, they're all very, very good athletes. I, I don't, uh, you know, I think that's something you don't really even know until you're a senior in high school. And none of them are there yet, so I, they still got some time. But, I mean, I would, I would definitely love to see them suiting up at Mikey on Saturdays for sure. Now, I go to, I go to a, a bunch of games. The atmosphere is there is outstanding. ESPN, I believe it was, put out that it's one of the best stadiums to see a game in. Mm-hmm. Now, that's from my perspective. What is it like for someone running out, you know, out onto the field and having all that, all that enthusiasm? I guess you could say, rain down on you. How, how does that psych you up for a game? Uh, I mean, you, I'm sure you can probably imagine. I, I think that, like, you know, what makes it different in comparison to a lot of other stadiums is just like the sense of togetherness you kind of feel because, you know, literally your entire score is right, your entire school is, you know, like 15 yards from uh, your right to the sideline. And it just really makes it like a really intimate uh, playing experience, if that makes any sense. You feel really connected with the crowd. And uh, whenever you know that and there's all the tradition that goes along with it, you know, getting running out with a helicopter, like flying 100 feet above you, all that stuff, yeah, it, it definitely gets you going for sure. Now, you were a winner for how many uh, CIC trophies? Uh, two. I was part of two CIC teams. Is that the biggest game so far in your career that you look at as the pinnacle? What what would – is there any high school games, or was, or was that kind of the, the big one, or against Michigan, um, Oklahoma? What, what, was, what was the best game you think that you uh, had the most enthusiasm for? I mean, that, again, that's a really tough one because they're all so different. Uh, again, like high school, yeah, there's some awesome games, but I think it's a lot different uh, when you get in comparison to like a college-level game because I think you're playing for a lot more than just your community. Like there's so many more people that are engaged. Uh, I'd say probably the Michigan game or uh, whenever we broke the streak my freshman year. I mean, I had zero impact in that game when I was a freshman. I did anything but touch the field, but like, just being there and like seeing people just bawling their eyes out whenever we broke the streak, it, it was crazy. <laughs> like, I, it's just indescribable. Nice. <laughs> now, you uh, right now are projected to wear number forty-three, correct? Uh, yes, sir. Now, what's with forty-four in you, or, or should I say four point four with you? Four point four? What do you mean? Your average runs per yard. Oh. <laughs> for the past three years, you averaged exactly 4.4 yards per rush for the past three seasons. Yeah, no. Did, I, did you I, set I, that up on purpose? <laughs> that's funny. There was another uh, – I did an interview down at uh, – it was a radio show down in Jacksonville, and they actually brought that up too. And I honestly didn't even know that, really. <laughs> uh, I had no idea. Again, I, I watch a lot of the games, and – Seeing you run is, I know that you uh, you said about your nickname that you didn't know where it kind of came from other than your roommate <laughs> making it up. Yeah. But it, it, it's almost true. You hit that, I mean, when you hit the, the hole, it seems like you're going with such force. Has that always been the way that you have run, or was that, did you always play running back? I guess maybe that's a better question. Did you oh, always yeah. play running back in high school? Yeah, in high school, I was honestly more like a, we ran like a spread. I was like a zone-type back, and uh, I, I played defense maybe like 20 snaps my senior year of high school. So I was definitely, but I, I mean, with that being said, I was still recruited originally to go to West Point as a linebacker. 
But I'd say a lot of that honestly comes from Coach Beatty. He's uh, he's probably, I, in my opinion, I think he's the best running back, not even just fullback, running back coach in the country. Um, I think he makes what we do um, so consistently. People don't understand how hard that is. And I think that the reason we do it so well and so effectively is because of just the stuff he puts us through in terms of like practice, the mental edge he brings, preparation he brings. Uh, I, I attribute any success that our position group has pretty much to him. He's, a, he's an incredible coach. Right now, from watching him on the sidelines, watching him right now, could he suit back up and play? Because he just looks like a monster just roaming the sidelines. He's been the best uh, fullback we've had on our team for the past four years. I, I'm convinced that if he could put on pads, I think he'd be dangerous. I mean, he, he's just a moose out there. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to hit him. Yeah, he just seems just like such a like a pile driving guy. It's it's unbelievable. When I, whenever they show a clip of him, it's he is he the if you will the biggest guy on the coaching staff. Oh, I, I mean that, that's he's in a league of his own. If we're comparing him <laughs> to the coaching staff, I think he'd be one of the biggest guys on our team. Uh, I mean that coach Hughes might take a run at him for the bench press, but he he is very he's a very large human. Does he beat you up more than Beast Barracks? <laughs> uh, oh, easily, easily. <laughs> but in a good way. He he does it in a, in a in a loving way. He's he's your biggest critic, but he's also your biggest supporter for sure. And he, he always says that he definitely lives it. Now, you're out there. You're just piling on yards. You're getting a ton of carries. At any point during the season, do you ever just get worn down? Was there a certain game where you were just like, I'm kind of spent, or do you just kind of fight through it? I think, honestly, the hardest game for me probably was the Michigan game because my hamstring was uh, – I missed the Rice game because of my hamstring. I had a strain, and I hadn't – like, because whenever you have a hamstring, you can't work out or anything really to get in shape because, you know, you got to rest your hamstring, obviously. So I think that game – I think I had, like, 29 carries in that game. And, uh, yeah, I was just so exhausted because, you know, I, I hadn't had the chance to really, you know, like get my muscular endurance up or anything like that prior to it. So I think that game honestly took the biggest toll on me just because I was so out of shape. All right. Now, with being in the Army, obviously you have to be completely physical fit. Is there any part of just being in training that wore you down? What? What was the hardest part, I guess, of, of being in not only just college, not only in a football program, but then also serving our country? Uh, I mean, I think, honestly, like, just in regards to football, the thing that's diffi- that's most difficult, I think, is also, you know, our edge. And that's the fact that, you know, like, no other college football teams are doing the – are setting up ambushes and running – attacks or raids and stuff in the summer out in the woods eating MREs getting like four hours of sleep or whatever like obviously you know that's gonna it's gonna wear your body down for sure but um honestly I think in the long run that just sharpens us uh because with how good our strength staff is we get all that right back immediately in the summer and then we improve upon that so like I honestly think that's not even a weakness for us anymore I just I think it's an advantage now, when you're when you're doing this summer training, the stuff along those lines, are you mainly at like Buckner? I drive through. Yeah. I drive through uh, two ninety three there, so yeah. I kind of see all of the outposts, if you will. That's that's mainly where you guys are. 
So, yeah, uh, pretty much up until your uh, your uh, summer going into your senior year, then we went down to like Fort Bragg and stuff, and then we went back to Buckner. But uh, yeah, a majority of it's pretty. I'd say like ninety percent of it's all in Buckner. Okay, yeah, I mean, because in around there, driving in, I you know, the one place. Uh, it doesn't really. I don't even think it has a name, but it's kind of right off the uh, the same side as Buckner, where they got all like the uh, porta potties. I always see guys doing. They have tents up and things like that. So you're pretty much training through that whole side of the woods there. Uh, I mean, the training area is so, like it's so big. Like that's just that's scratching the surface of how big it is. Okay, because I've actually uh, I've actually shot up at one of the ranges there. Oh, and, that's cool. Yeah, I mean it's huge up there. I, I never yeah. realized before I started working up there how big it was and then just to see just that I mean it's almost 10 miles 10 mile road of just all training stuff yeah I mean, it's crazy. now you do all of you know your firearms there I guess you could say rifle stuff is there any other things that go on out there or is that something that kind of can't be said oh I mean it's uh that's uh, we put out videos from it uh, I'm pretty sure you know just to get people interested in West Point, there's so much thing. You, I mean, I've seen people fire AT4s, which are like you know, like the over the shoulder, like rocket launcher thing. You think I've seen uh, mortars be fired, artillery rounds. Um, I've seen an A10 come in, like a, a I think that's the proper name. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, from the Air Force and lay rounds down, like they they do so much with that area. It's a it's a great it's a great training environment. Uh, we we definitely can hear it in the in the village there. So I'm sure you can hear all of it. <laughs> oh yeah, it echoes right through there. And I know that there's like it almost looks like one piece of the mountain where there's just no no greenery. It's all yeah. just dirt. Yeah. Is that sure. is that just where where shells are going off, just blowing up crap? Yeah. Yep. How how fun is that? Like, I know as a little kid, I used to play manhunt and war, and we would do all that stuff. You know play with guns and this and that, how is it actually able to go out and do real stuff like that? Is it like every kid's dream? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's really cool, but it's also, I, I think it's really humbling. Like, you, you just realize how how powerful, like, modern you know, weapons are. Uh, that's at least what I took away from it. Like, when I saw that A4 go off, it was, it, honestly, it, like, changed how I looked at things. Like, the movies make it look like it's, like, you know, like it's man. Like when one of those things goes off, everything around it for like a hundred yards, like it's like deafening. You know, and you don't really realize it until you actually see it in person. So I think that's one of the cooler things I took away from it. Now, me and Joe, we uh, we played football with a few guys that ended up going to uh, West Point. So, you know, I've spoken with them about it. How was your experience being on what I consider the greatest military college out there? Um, you know, like I think it. Uh, it's a you know it's a hard place to be at, but it's a great place to uh, be from. Uh, I I think if you say like oh you know it was all like it was Disneyland, I think you'd be a liar. I think that you know you go to West Point somewhere like that, say come out as the best version of yourself, and I think that a hundred percent it did that for me, and I, I'm so uh, grateful and thankful that I got the opportunity to go there. I I've actually been in the uh, the dining area, which is just. Oh. <laughs> It may be one of the greatest rooms I've ever seen. Just the the artwork on the walls, the, the way that the tables are. How much... Now, 
as a first-year uh, guy, you're, you're pretty much serving everyone, correct? Uh, it's a little different when you're on a sports team, honestly, because you eat with your team. Okay. And, uh, because, you know, it's a team atmosphere, it's a family atmosphere, like, like the freshmen, at least, you know, the way Coach Munkin teaches us is that we don't order freshmen around to do things. Like, we all, uh, you know, we all participate in leadership. We're all uh, involved in it. But I, I'm pretty sure if you're a normal uh, freshman, not that that's bad, but that's uh, not, you know, our team's mindset. We're, we're more of a family. Uh, so it's a little different when you're on a sports team. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, is that, is that true for every team? Like, does the lacrosse team sit together? Does the baseball team sit together? Or is it just mainly football? Oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, certain sports teams' tables. Like, there's football tables, lacrosse tables, baseball tables, like, all that stuff, yeah. Women's okay. rugby, men's rugby, yeah. How many, uh, if, if you don't mind uh, saying, did you ever have to do any uh, walking out in the, the courtyard? <laughs> I've had plenty of hours, but uh, I, mine were sitting. Because a lot of times they'll let athletes are in-season people uh, because they know the wear and tear that your body's going through. They'll let you sit your hours. Which is honestly, it's such a good idea. Because, I mean, I think, especially for the athletes, if you were to give them hours and then take away even more of their academic time, Having them walk outside, like for the for to be able to handle the academic load, I, I just think it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be the smartest way to do it, and it would just take a lot of toll on your knees and things like that. So I, I didn't walk any, but I definitely had hours. Okay, yeah. Did uh, what was your major? Uh, I started out econ, then I switched to econ and went to organizational psychology. Uh, and then I loved that major, and then my engineering track was uh, infrastructure. Jesus. You, you, nice, you make me feel dumb. Yeah, really? <laughs> no, no, God no, damn. No, <laughs> they, do every, they do everything they can do to, to help you uh, pass. The football team does a great – the academic staff, like, they do a great job of helping us with everything we could ever ask for. Uh, let's see, I thought maybe they were uh, curving over there. <laughs> <laughs> they do anything but curve our tests. Okay. <laughs> It's insane, yeah. Like, <laughs> I always hear that from like my friends at college. They're like, yeah, I got like a sixty or something on this test, but that's really like a B. And, yeah, I, I can't think any time that's happened. Maybe once or twice, but I can't really think of that happening honestly. Uh. Now, before you got there, did you kind of realize that it was going to be from the butt crack of dawn all the way to late nights? Did you real? Did you when going in? Did you realize that? your day was going to be all-encompassing like that, or was it more of a... Absolutely not. I had no idea. Uh, I'm glad I didn't, honestly, because I think it, it just acts to just sharpen you as a person. But uh, no, absolutely not. Going in, I, I was like, yeah, I know it's going to be really hard, but I, I didn't really know. Now, you're in... When you're in your, uh, I guess, your dorm, It's is it a two-person? Is it a four-person? What's the... What's kind of the setup there? Uh, so some people get in four-man, some people get in two-mans, three-mans. Uh, I was honestly, I was really fortunate because my roommate's one of my best friends in the whole world, uh, and we got a two-man. So I, uh, at least from my freshman year on, for your freshman year a lot of times you're in the three-man just because you're normally like the last to pick, um, you know, just by merit and uh, seniority. Now, did you know him before going in, or you met him there and then became friends? <laughs> no, uh, it was actually kind of funny. We we met each other by getting into like a, a pretty serious argument. Um, 
but over time we became uh, really good friends. Now, was he a football player or just a? No, he's actually a, he was a rugby player, uh, and he he's way better at rugby than I am at football. He was a he was a big time player for us, even as a as a freshman. And uh, he had the opportunity to like he got invited to go play the Olympic team. He, he's an absolute stud. So, the, is there any uh, animosity or? or Football's better than rugby. Rugby's better than football, or uh, no, no, not at all. I, I mean, honestly, the the rugby team at our school, I have so much respect for. Like, there's some, and even if you look at like the history of the rugby team, the amount of uh, just unbelievable like leaders and second lieutenants they put out in the in, in above, obviously uh, in the army. Like, they they have a they're a really good group of guys. I'm really close actually with the rugby team at our school. Uh, okay. Now, my father was uh, he was in the army. I wasn't allowed to go in because of uh, medical disqualification, but it was always something I wanted to do. What, what is the, I mean, we're going into the summer months. You have Memorial Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July. We, we actually asked uh, Jesse this as well. What does that kind of mean to you being someone who is now encompassed in this, in this capsule of being an Army, you know, Army graduate? Uh, you know, to me, it just makes me think about, you know, like, the people that have come before me. Like, there's just so many just incredible, strong people that have just, that have, uh, you know, went to my school or just that have been in the Army in general. And uh, on holidays like that, I just think it's so easy to take for granted all the luxuries that we have here in the U.S. And I, I know people say that all the time, but if you really think about it, we just don't realize how lucky we are to, you know, have people like that in our lives. So I try to try to think about that. Well, we thank you for your service and everyone else that is, you know, on your team and in, in the academy itself. What uh, what did it mean to you knowing that now you can defer and pursue your dream of playing in the NFL? Well, so I can't actually – I'm not deferring uh, service. It's Honestly, it's just postponing it. So, okay. essentially, yeah, I would just serve out uh, the five-year uh, active duty requirement whenever I'm done playing, which, honestly, I'm really excited about. So while you're playing, you don't have to like show up on week or I guess um, it wouldn't be weekends, but well, like yeah, off no, season. To, yeah, you still have to like. I, again, I don't. I can't say exactly what it looks like because we're the first year, but I'm pretty sure like promotion, promotion type events and like, I I think just different like recruiting things. I think uh, you go help with. I, I'm not exactly sure entirely, but you don't have active duty requirements as long as you're playing. Okay, I mean I think it's great now that there's you three guys. There's a few Navy guys that are all getting in there. It's really, in my eyes, showing the NFL as being an ambassador for the armed forces and going to a school like this. I think it's really great that they're doing that. Have have they talked to you, like maybe individually or you know as a group with you with you three about doing anything special for uh, the NFL? Um, no, honestly, uh, no, none of that stuff is, uh, has has uh, come up at all. Now, are you currently in Jacksonville, or are you... No, I'm still in, uh, I'm still right outside of Pittsburgh right now. We're just doing virtual meetings and uh, things of that nature because the facilities are closed right now. And But graduation will take place, correct? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and your speaker is, is the president, correct? Yes. Yes, that is correct. Now, are I, think... I haven't heard anything from, you know, work or anything like that, but... We saw what Air Force did with 
you know, separating people, things along those lines. Are they pretty much going to do that? Are they going to allow oh, family right, to be no at the stadium? Oh, they haven't given uh, you yeah, that yet? Yeah. And I mean, that's, a lot of that stuff's so weak dependent. Like, we have no idea what it's going to be, you know, even at the end of this month. Uh, it's so it's so hard to tell. I don't think anybody will really know until, you know, the week of. Okay, when is graduation, just so I know? Um, honestly, uh, I believe it's it's June 13th. I won't be there uh, because I'm uh, we're not uh, we got to be training and we have all these meetings and things like that. So I won't personally be there, but I think it's around June 13th. Does that take a little? Does that hurt a little bit knowing that you? I mean, and granted, what you're doing is, I mean, probably a dream of yours. But does it hurt a little that you won't be able to be you know on stage, if you will? I mean, yeah, like I definitely am gonna. It's definitely a. A missed opportunity, you know, to be there with my class and everything. But I mean, I'm also so grateful um, because the, the soup, um, the commandant. There's so many people at West Point that have just gone through leaps and bounds for us to be able to even have this opportunity that we have. So I mean, while I do feel like oh, I, I will be like bummed out that I missed that, I'm also just so thankful that I'm even in the position that I'm in. Now you brought it up, the soup. The last two that you've had seem to be just really. Down to earth, fun loving guys. Obviously, they have to have a little bit of hardness for the position that they're in. But are they really, from what we see from TV and interviews and things like that, are they really the down to earth kind of all about army and all about just being what I would consider like a cool teacher? They, they almost seem like that, like the cool teacher in school. Are they really that way? I mean, I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't describe him, you know, as the cool teacher because, like, you know, at the end of, like, he's a three-star general. They're both um, this unbelievably um, successful. So, like, there is that, there's just so much respect um, that they have. And the fact that they are down to earth, it definitely does, it just makes them so personable and so uh, relatable. Like, honestly, the way they choose to lead is if I was in that position, that's exactly how I hope I would conduct myself. Because they get nothing but the uh, utmost respect from everybody on that I can speak for on my team. Uh, it definitely seems that they, if both of them, are, I mean, they walk in and they seem like they would kick anyone's ass. If there was a That's bar fight, they'd be tossing people out the window. But 100%. then they, they also have that, like, and I don't want to be disrespectful when I say this, but, like, huggability. They, they just seem to be such like, down-to-earth, really cool guys. It, it, it's really remarkable that you could have someone that's, as you said, a three-star general, but also have that, like, family feel to them. Yeah, I, that's the best way I think i describe it is um, our past two superintendents, I think, have just done an incredible job of making West Point. Um, it, like, while there is, there's a very clear, you know, chain of command, uh, I truly believe he looks at us all like he's, uh, we're his family, and I do think that by doing that, it's just it's made West Point's culture just incredible to be a part of, and it's just like I don't know. I just think he's just the best example um, for like what you should do if you're or how you should choose to lead if you're in that role. Oh, absolutely. Now, I just want to. I guess I should uh, have asked this earlier, but I'm going to skip back to like high school. Did you, knowing that you were going in there, did you just say? screw it, I'm going to let my hair grow a little bit and just take the buzz cut, or did you walk in kind of already pre-trimmed up for the uh, for the razor? Oh, I was definitely not pre-trimmed up at all. I, I had my hair long. <laughs> yeah, I had some great hair because I was a lacrosse player. So uh, all right. I had a 
little bit of hair coming out of the back of the helmet. <laughs> it, 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 I just see videos of it. You know, you, you'll see videos, and it just you can see some of these guys just hearts just dropping when it goes off. But to me, I don't know if it, maybe it's just me. I would probably let my hair, if knowing I was going, I'd let my hair grow a little bit just to have that that last hurrah, if you will. Yeah, we've had we had a uh, Malik Hancock. I think he actually came in with dreads. And, really? Uh, yeah, they, they shaved it right then and there. So, I mean, I, I, I don't think there's really a point in, uh, you know, shaving it. I think, you know, it's already going to be gone. So why, why do it? Why do it for them, you know? Absolutely. Now, your father, as you said, went there. Did you kind of always have that, that spit shine look to you, or was it a little bit of adjustment? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't look anything in high school like how I look now at all. <laughs> I had, I had like a I had real long hair. I was like 205 pounds, acne. <laughs> I looked uh, I looked way different. Now, right now, you it, it's unfortunate, I guess you could say. You kind of got robbed of your senior year. Hmm. Now, I see it a lot at work, and because I I do work late sometimes, I kind of see the uh, if you will, like the good time boys coming home from the fireside and this and that. Did you ever have any uh, good nights there, if you, if you if you can say that or not? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, for, for the football team and uh, a lot of the teams go to, you know, have their different bars and whatnot. And, like, my friend group actually got really close with the owner of uh, Benny Havens. He uh, always looked out for us. He would bring us – he would cook food and stuff for, on special occasions. Like, he, he was just uh, – he, he was an awesome uh, figure just for us. And he was almost like a father figure away from home. Okay, so Be- Benny's was your uh, was your spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know Sean. Sean's a good guy. Sean's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. So. See him. Tell him I said hi, please. I haven't seen. I've been way too long since I've seen him. Oh, I see him all the time, so it won't be a problem on that. <laughs> so, now, it, it, with that, is there like a group that only goes to the fireside, only goes to Benny's, only goes to Southgate, or is it just kind of where the night takes you? Oh, I mean, there's definitely you definitely have your fireside guys, and then you definitely have your Benny's guys. But I think I was I was probably a, I was a hybrid, but uh, I definitely was at Benny's uh, way more though than uh, fireside for sure. But there's okay. way more committed people than me. I, I I probably definitely saw you then because <laughs> I'm I'm right there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, if you will. Now you're you're going into the NFL. What what did it how did you get the call to say, you know, we, we signed you? Like, how did that, was it a phone call? Was it, do you have an agent? How, how did this all manifest? So I was sitting, me and my mom were watching the seventh round, and that day was, uh, it was really stressful. It's probably one of the more stressful days I've had in a while. And uh, we were just sitting there, and uh, my phone started ringing, and it was my agent. And uh, he said a bunch of things, but he, he let off with, uh, I forget what he said exactly, but. He was just like, good news is you're going to be a Jaguar. And, uh, yeah, it was a really emotional moment for me and my mom and dad, for sure. Are you going to grow a mustache for your quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not allowed to, even if I wanted to, I don't think, because uh, I'm still uh, I'm still in the Army, so I, I can't have facial huh. hair or anything like that. Oh, even even now, you, you still couldn't? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I, I can't. Wow, all right, I, I did not know that. That's... Yeah, that's something new on me. Oh, that's fine. Now, right now, I was—I'm not trying to, to 
jinx anything or go about it, but I actually looked at the, the roster, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, but you seem to be the only fullback on the team. Yeah. Yes. You're have you well, have you spoken with coaches? I mean, have they said anything to you? Is this something, uh, again, uh, being up here, being a Steeler fan, not really getting any of their games, do they, I know that Leonard Fournette was, you know, the running back last year. Yeah. I, again, he was on my fantasy team, but I didn't watch his his games. <laughs> but do, do they run a, like, an I formation where you're going to, you know, be blocking for him? Or what? what if you have to, I guess – guess what your role is going to be do you see yourself being out there regularly in the offense or uh, again like I, I again you know I haven't even been at the facility and I have no idea you know uh, what what the coaches want to run or anything like that um, I, I could hope that I would be that guy in there when they have those eye formations but uh, I mean they could I just I got to get down there and prove my worth you know now you're coming in you have a dynamic running back. You sign Chris Thompson, who is a great third down, you know, out into the uh, the flats, catch a ball type guy. Do you what what dynamic? I guess do you bring to the team other than just being a guy who could just mow over people, as we've seen from the way that you run at West Point. Uh, you know, I think that I can do uh, a lot, a lot of different things. On the field again, uh, I don't know what it is exactly that they'll ask for me to do, but I mean honestly, I just think that I need to be ready for anything. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I again, I haven't been down there, so I don't know how they're going to choose to use me. But I mean, if any, at the least, I hope I can just be someone that you know shows a little bit of like what Army football is about, and just be like you know the grittiest, uh, hardest working guy on the team. I hope that I can bring that down there at least. Well, I mean, your resume shows that, that you can. We'll see. What, <laughs> what do you think is going to be the difference? You've played up in, you know, the Pittsburgh area, if you will, colder weather. You've played up at West Point, colder weather. How do you think the adjustment going down to a really hot place is going to be? <laughs> Honestly, I'm scared. I, I feel like I'm sitting on the bus going home from school, and I know my teacher called um, like I just, I, I just know it's coming. But I mean, there's, there's nothing really I can do to train for it, other than just being in the best shape I can. So you know, I, I definitely heard that it's really hot and it's really humid down there. But you know, I guess we'll just have to see how it goes. Now, do you plan to like live down there again? I, I really don't know kind of the way that football players live. Do they usually live in their, their city? Do they go to their hometown? Do you plan to move down to Jacksonville, or are you going to travel? What, what? Do you kind of know that now, or is this more up in the air? Uh, you know, if I am, you know, to make the team, I, I would definitely like to, uh, you know, get a place down there. I think that'd be an awesome place. Uh, and my family's moving out of Pittsburgh too, so uh, there, I wouldn't really want to be bouncing around. I'd like to, you know, kind of have my own spot. But you know, honestly, I, I mean, really think I don't want to think about that yet because I just want to, you know, focus on making the team. You know. Okay. Are they moving down there too, or? My family's moving down to Texas, so not uh, Florida, but it is at least closer than Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, Sunday, November 1st, there, you're going to be taking a trip to the Chargers. It's going to be against the teammate. What do you, what do you expect to, to see in that? 
to play Captain America. Yeah. That's weird. Again, I didn't even think about that. I can't imagine playing against Cole. But uh, I, honestly, I just think it'd be a really cool moment for both of us. I think it'd be a cool moment for, uh, you know, even just Army football in general. I, I hope that we get to experience that. That'd be really, that'd be really awesome. I mean, probably for how many years has this, both of you make the team, this probably hasn't happened in decades. Yeah, I, is, I honestly don't know. Because I know Colin Mooney. I know... Uh, he was in the league for a while. Josh McNair was in the league for a while. Alejandro Villanueva still in. I don't know if any of them ever crossed paths, uh, but yeah, I, I really don't know. I mean, the, the, being down there and being on the team, you coming from a leadership role, how special would it be if they ever, you know, did something for you? If you were to play, say, in Pittsburgh and you could, you know, go out for the coin toss. What would, what would something like that, you know, your childhood team, what would yeah. that mean to you? Uh, I mean, again, like, I, I don't even like to think about things like that because, you know, what's important is that I make the team. But, I mean, that would, that would be very special for me, my family, everybody around here. Uh, that would be a dream. Now, speak, uh, I'm assuming you've spoken with the coaching staff. They've definitely said that this is where they want your position. They're not going to try to transition you to a different position, defense, anything like that. This is kind of where they want you? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And with that, do you feel that if there was something that maybe went wrong where you could step into a role, how would that I guess maybe with the mindset, knowing that you're playing fullback, it's a it's a it's a hard knock position. It's something, if you will, that most guys don't get the ball a lot on. You obviously have had the endurance at West Point, but you're going against obviously bigger players, faster players, things like that. Do you have you been training extra hard to kind of be able to step into that where you know you could you could hold your weight, if you will. Yeah, I mean, honestly, since being home and things like that, it's it's so much easier to, uh, you know, get, like, the right amount of sleep and things like that. And I think sleep's so important, especially when you're training. Uh, and I've, I've been I've been so blessed with having the opportunity down here to work with two really, really good trainers. So, I mean, I feel stronger than I've ever felt in my life, honestly, right now. And, uh, yeah, I, I hope I can just keep building on that because I'll definitely need it. Now, with all the, the kind of shenanigans with this, uh, this virus – have and I haven't really been watching, you know, ESPN things like that, NFL Network. Is OTAs coming up? I mean, what what kind of have they given you any indication, kind of how this season's going to progress? Uh, I mean, I hear something new like every week. I, I don't have any insider anything. It's it's like, yeah. I'm not looking for insider baseball, but oh, yeah, if yeah, you got yeah. it, we'll take it. <laughs> I just mean, like, it's not like uh, we're not really on the inner loop or anything. Honestly, assume, I find my stuff out pretty much from, like, ESPN. Okay, but you, you, you've you got two trainers that you're training with, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been awesome. And uh, you're pretty much, are you doing conditioning drills? Is there any kind of, like, if you will, hitting anything to kind of get you game ready? Uh, yeah, it's been a, a well-balanced practice. They've been beating me up in, uh, in running, lifting. Uh, agilities, all that kind of stuff. They, they, I, I've been 
uh, working a little bit of everything right now, honestly, you know, because I need to. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, they've been doing a great job and just, I think, getting me a lot more well-rounded. What would what would be a training day for you? I mean, obviously, you still have your, your academics that you have to do and the the commitment to West Point and those things. But what during your downtime, is your day still jam-packed like it would be if you were on, uh, on post? Well, yeah, I think my days now, honestly, are more busy than I was on post. Uh, I think, you know, my average, like, workout day, I would uh, get up in the morning and do my first workout either before class or right after class, depending on, you know, what I was doing. Um, like, today I did a, I had my running in the, like, around noonish, And then uh, towards the end of the day, around 5 is when I normally go in to do my lifting sessions. Uh and I'd say that's probably, you know, as far as the workouts. But uh, I also do, like, a bunch of stretching and things like that. A bunch of, uh, you know, extracurricular type stuff. Now, are you doing this at a, at a gym, at your house, at a football field? Like, you know, like a high school football yeah. field? What, uh, where's all this taking place now with, you know, everything kind of being shut down? So there's different uh, fields that have been open around where I am. Uh, and also, you know, being in Pittsburgh, there's hills everywhere. So... Yeah, uh, I have a great hill to run at. Um, and then, honestly, I, the place I've been training at is uh, somebody's, they have, like, their own garage gym. And it's a, it's an incredible facility. Like, it's as nice as, uh, they have as nice of stuff as I did when I was at uh, West Point. So I've been getting after it with them. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been really good. Okay. Again, I, I, I got to I gotta revert back to Pittsburgh. Uh, me and Joe actually went out uh, a few years ago to a game. I've gone to a few games out there. Okay. Are you a big fan of Permanti Brothers? Oh, Permanti Brothers is great. It's awesome. <laughs> Especially if you go to the one in Pittsburgh. I mean, there's so many now, and they're all good. But if you ever get the chance to go to the one at the, in the uh, Strip District, it's awesome. I, I'm not sure which one we went okay, to. Is that the one we went we to? We definitely went to, I don't know if we went to one or two. I've been to a few, and I've been to one in uh, Altoona. The one in Scranton actually isn't that far from us, well, from West Point, our area, going over, so... I, I, I was telling my mom, I'm like, we, we need to go out there. I'm like, I'm dying for one of these sandwiches. It's awesome. It's awesome. The Capicola. It's that, awesome. That's, that's your pick? Yeah, it's a great one. The Pittsburgh oh, okay. is great, too. Now, obviously, when you're at West Point, you're, you're getting a, you know, I guess a diet plan that's set up for you to, you know, have maximum energy, things like that. Now that you're kind of sitting at home, have you slacked off at all, or are you still in full game mode? Uh, it's it's on more so. You should bring my mom on to a podcast and ask her on, you know, cooking tips. She's been, you know, full course chef for a house. I got three other brothers, too, um, and she just keeps pumping food out in the kitchen. Uh, she stays on top of it. I'm so thankful for her. Now... I'm not trying to stalk you, but I did go on your Instagram, and I saw a, a picture from when you were in uh, Fish Eddie's. <laughs> Fish are, are you, are you, uh, it's not the normal, I guess you could say, Polish name, but are you Polish? I, I am Polish. I'm definitely Polish. All right, there we go. Yeah. A brother in arms right now. <laughs> Brotherhood. My dad always calls it that. Okay, so so dad's, uh, dad's Polish. Does is mom Polish? No, she's she's a she's anything but Polish. She's Italian, All right. French, she's a whole bunch of stuff, but not Polish yet. Okay, so that makes Joe happy. All right, good. <laughs> Once you well, said she cooked a lot, I knew she was Italian. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was my next question. What's mom? Yeah. What's mom's specialty? She makes the world's greatest spaghetti meatballs. Like, it, if you had it, it would ruin it for the rest of your life because it just doesn't get any better. Now, is that something you're going to miss? Kind of these home cooked meals. Obviously, you know you're going to be closer now. You know, if you do go to Jacksonville, stay there with uh-huh. Texas. But is that something you're going to miss? Is mom going to send you some uh, care packages? <laughs> I mean, I'll definitely miss it, but it's you know it's nothing that we're not used to. I don't think I've been home for more than like four or five days, barring Christmas, uh, you know, for the past five years. So it's definitely it's not something we're used to, but it's it's awesome to you know just get to be around her, my dad, my my brothers. It's been it's been awesome just to get to spend time with them. Now, obviously, people who are in the the armed forces they get to travel the world. Have you gone anywhere because of being in West Point, or have they kind of? And again, this is something I don't know. I've never really asked anyone while seeing them out. You know, any of the the cadets, but yeah, like. Do they send you to Germany, say, or Korea, any of these places while you've been there? Have you traveled the world because of the, the, I mean, like, the academy? When you're, a, when you're on a sports team, or like more specifically football, it's kind of hard to do that just because, you know, in the summers and things like that, if you want to be on the team, you know, you got to be with the team. So you can't really go, you can't do those semester abroads or things like that. But, I mean, if you're not on the football team at West Point, you can do so many, uh, like, just unbelievable things in terms of getting to see the whole world. Like, it's honestly crazy. Alright. Yeah. I guess I want to bring it back to, uh, I guess, the Army-Navy game. It's something that I... I, No one bothers me that day. That's my day. I get a cooler full of beer. I get food that I want to eat. I watch the game. When you guys win, I'm shooting off fireworks out in the yard, pissing off my neighbors. Which has been your favorite game? Again, it's got to be the first one. Like when we broke the streak the first time, uh, it, it was like it was just it was different. It was crazy, honestly. Like there's nothing I've been a part of just from a uh, you know like a just like the intimate feeling you had like with the entire stadium. It was just crazy. Now where was that? Where was that one? That one was in Baltimore, actually. Okay. Yeah. Actually, Baltimore, one of the guys I uh, I worked with, he was at, he ended up driving this year's team uh, down to the game. Oh, okay. So, cool. uh, you, while you guys are on the bus, what is the is is there joking? Is it all serious? Is there you know pump up music? What what kind of is the the atmosphere before that game? Is it really sullen? Is it something that you guys are jacked up with? What, if if I could sit in the locker room and be a fly on the wall, what would I see? Uh, uh, well, I mean, it depends what what part. If you're talking about right before the game, yeah, it's uh, it's just it's just all go. It's all game time, all business. Uh, every you know, everybody kind of gets ready in their own separate ways. You know, some guys like to like dance around and stuff like that. I like to kind of keep to myself and you know, like go into a room and be by myself. Uh, everyone handles it different, but I mean, Coach Munkin always gets right before we take the field the locker room uh, pumping. So that's normally uh, how it is, right? Ten seconds before, but it's pretty varying uh, depending on how when you'd come in. How he's obviously a fiery coach. We've seen him on the sidelines screaming, yelling. And I've seen the other side of him where he's, you know, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Great guy like that. 
yeah. you guys are winning big. Is he totally jovial and, you know, happy about it? Or is he kind of, you know, down to earth saying, hey, listen, we have, a, we have a, if you will, a mission to complete. Or if you guys are losing, is he, you know, fire and brimstone? Uh, you know, I'd say he stays, he stays pretty consistent. And, you know, he plays to what he needs. Like, there's been times that we haven't won games by as much as we should have. And, uh, you know, he, he's been like, hey, you know, it is hard to get wins, da 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 And then there's been times where we've just barely squeaked by. and He's been excited. You know, it's – um he, he plays – he has a feel for what our team needs. And uh, I, I'd say he, he just, you know, it's hard to say how he always is because he, you know, changes week to week based on, you know, what the team needs. Do you have any superstitions? Are you uh, like a Wade Boggs eating chicken before the game? Are you uh – you know, come last out of the out of the tunnel. What what what? Do you have any pregame, if you will, rituals? <laughs> if I were to go over all my pregame rituals, it'd have to be another hour of podcast. I, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have thousands. Well, not thousands, but I got a lot. Is there anyone? And you don't have to name names. Is there anyone on the team that is like complete OCD, superstitious, anything like that? Where you where you kind of like you're saying you have a lot. But where you step back and go like, "Whoa, I need the, I need like, you're way out there." No, I would, I wouldn't say so. No. Okay. Now, there's three of you guys in in the NFL right now. What is there any bragging rights for that you have right now between the three of you? Like, hey, we're gonna have a better record. We're gonna we're gonna make the playoffs. A- anything that you've been talking about with. Uh, you know the guys. Uh, honestly, no. It, it's it's all love and support. Like I, you know, I hope if uh, if like I hope they have all pro seasons and our first team. Uh, you know, name it. Uh, so like it's it's been nothing like that at all. You know, honestly, we're all just focused on just trying to get on a roster. Honestly, with uh, I guess you could kind of say the the quarterback carousel if you will because of injuries this year was it hard to kind of adjust being you know someone who's intimately involved in the offense to have to go from you know a different size quarterback a different speed quarterback different mentality on that how did that that kind of take over I think it's you know obviously it's not preferred you know you always want your guy to be in there but I mean you know that's just that's just life you know Uh, and really good teams learn to adapt with it and, you know, this year we struggled, and it was by no means uh, just because, you know, we had a quarterback carousel or anything like that. Uh, you know, I think if you're a, the best teams, find a way to win, you know, no matter what it is. All right. Again, and I'm not trying to, to blow smoke up your ass, but when you were the first guy I wanted to speak with from Army, you were one of the most exciting players that I thought was out on the field, one of the, the hardest hitters, guy who would, you know, run through a, you know, run through a brick wall. Who on next year's team do I need to, if you will, pat, or who would you pass the torch to be a guy that I should watch out for? Honestly, it's, um, it's hard to tell, and I'm really excited for them because it's for a good reason because they have so many players that are so hungry and, uh, you know, ready to prove themselves. Um, you know, obviously you got Sandin and stuff like that, but, I mean, also, you, you know, you got Cade Bernard, um, Kalen Bird, uh, the freshman, like there's they have 
a bunch of great freshmen. Like, there's so many guys that it's it's honestly hard to tell right now. Uh, uh, the sky's the limit for them, though, because that room, we had a very, very young room last year. But uh, as those guys get older, it's going to be really fun to watch. Uh, listen, I, I loved watching the game. And one thing that I definitely saw change a little bit this year was the, the air game. You guys did kind of air it out a little bit more. Is that something that, that coach is kind of thinking about doing? Or I mean, obviously you guys live and die by the triple option. Mm-hmm. Looking to air it out, is, is this something, do you have maybe a young receiver that you're looking at or a tight end that you're going, hey, we could really kind of fake people out, get a big play, get some yards? Is, is there anything like that, or is it still going to just be that, that ground and pound, play the clock, you know, looking at, you know, fourth and one, we're going for it type of game. You know, honestly, like, I'm not in meetings anymore, so I can't really speak on, you know, what they're trying to do this year. But I know that uh, Coach Davis does an excellent job at reading defenses and seeing where he finds weaknesses are and how to exploit them. So I think a lot of that just comes off of, you know, what he sees out of teams. I, I would think we got a lot of playmakers um, out of receiver uh, and tight end. I mean, everyone saw Cam Harrison had an unbelievable uh, breakout year last year. So I think guys like him, and even there's a lot more players too, uh, could definitely have some huge plays this year. But I, I don't know exactly you know what they're gonna try to do as an offense. Now playing the last few years, you have seen some really great running backs. That, I mean, guys that have really done awesome work out there. Mm-hmm. Who would have been like? Was there one player where you kind of like step back and went, "Holy shit!" You know, not obviously your own. But an, another guy out there that you oh, were like, no, no, God no. damn, that was yeah. a highlight real run, or that was, you know, he popped someone. Like, is there is there one play that you kind of went, man, yeah, I wish that was me doing that? Andy Davidson, my freshman year, had a, a run against Rice where I think he broke at least like six tackles. It was probably the most impressive run I've seen since I've been here. Uh, yeah, I remember looking at that and being like, wow, he is very special. Okay. Yeah. Now, being a former player, do you, if you were to come back, say next year for a game, can you can you can you get in on your own? Like, can, or do you got to pay for a ticket? Oh, I'll definitely be paying for a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely be playing, but it's okay. I, I, I want to because I'm excited to see what they're going to do. If you did, are you? Have you ever gone? To, uh, I, I guess maybe this is a better question. Being outside of Pittsburgh, have you ever gone on the Heinz Field? Have I ever gone to Heinz Field? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All the time. Now, are you like, are you and your family a tailgate family, or are you just kind of go right into the game and sit there and see all the pregame <laughs> festivities? I mean, I wouldn't really call us either or. We're not the people that are down there every Sunday for sure, but I mean, there's been times that we've had tailgates and or been at tailgates, and then there's times that also we've just gone straight into the game. I wouldn't really call us one or the other, honestly. All right, so you won't be hanging out at Buffalo Soldiers? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right. Like I said, I this is something that I've really wanted to speak with. I, I, we've been doing this this podcast for a while. It's excellent to be able to speak with someone local, speak with someone that I've seen on TV doing great things, obviously serving our country, which is amazing, and we thank you again for that. I've really had a, uh, a great time doing this. What's the, if you had to sit there and 
give a recruit speech to someone right now, what would what would be what you would want to say for someone to come to West Point and if they could play football or just just be a regular cadet? What would you what would be the I guess the the the, the catch thing to get them in? Um. I think that, you know, one thing that, like, my parents always said to me, and it's so simple and easy, is just nothing nothing worth anything ever came easy. Uh, and I think that's the best way that I could describe, you know, why I pushed through uh, West Point, along with a lot of other things. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think that you could go to another four-year college that'll uh, make you a better version of yourself than West Point is. Whatever, it, it, whatever your weakness is, It'll find it and it'll exploit it, and it'll only make you a better person. And the only way to grow is, you know, through going through things like that. So, I just I would say something along the lines of that to the person. Excellent. Like I said, it's been an honor speaking with you. I'm wishing you all of the best in Jacksonville. I wanna I wanna see you. I wanna see that. Hopefully, that game in uh, at the Chargers is gonna be on. Sure, you guys both on. I'm really excited about, you know, the future for you. I just, like I said, I, I can I can honestly say that this was a pleasure to speak with you. You are a gentleman. But I have one last question I guess I, I can ask. Right. And if you have to say one thing, what would it be? Uh, I would just, honestly, I would just thank all of Highland Falls uh, and everyone that has supported our team last year. I know that we had a lot of expectations last year, and you know, just to be honest, we didn't we didn't fall through on them. So I guess I would just ask, you know, everyone to please just stick with us because I know Coach Munkin and those guys are going to get this thing turned around. Oh, absolutely. Where can we, uh, if if you want people to follow you, where can they follow you on on social media and see kind of the the progression uh, of you and the pros? So uh, on Instagram, my name is I. A-M, just I-M, underscore Connor Slomka. And then uh, on Twitter, I'm C underscore Slom 25. So if you ever want to look me up, that's it. Are you on TikTok? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Are you? No, never mind. <laughs> Were you going to say am I on TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> that seems yeah, to be I'm the not. crazy these days. I so. actually deleted my TikTok yesterday, but I don't have a profile. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but I really appreciate you guys having me on. I had a blast. And, uh, if there's anything I can do for you guys in the future, uh, just don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks, dude. Uh, I appreciate it. And if you had to say one last thing, especially against that team down in Annapolis, what would you say? <laughs> uh, I, I, there's nothing I'm going to say anymore. You know, I, I'll be a gentleman. You know, we, we lost, and you know we're going to lose with dignity. Uh, I, I know they got something coming though for him because I know Coach Munkin and uh, those uh, and the other guys are going to get it turned around. All right. Well, like I said, we appreciate you. You've been gracious to, to give us your time. We wish you all the best. We thank you more than anything about your service to us, keeping us safe. And that goes for everyone at the at the academy. If you're back around, maybe I'll see you, you know, out on the streets. If I, if I see you, I'll definitely sit there and, and stop and say hello and introduce Thanks myself. Sure. But it, it's sure. definitely been a pleasure. I'll say hi to Sean for you. Thank you. <laughs> and I know you didn't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. Go Army, beat Navy. Yes, I, sir. I have to. Beat Navy. I have to. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, best of luck this year, uh, Connor. Thank you.
see you guys around. Right, later, man. Have a good one. Thank you. And that was our interview with Connor Slumka, a current Jacksonville Jaguar, a former West Point Army football player. What a great guy. I mean, just like, as I said in the interview, a complete gentleman. This is a interview that I've really wanted to have for a long time. I've watched these, I've watched Army football now for the past, I don't know how many years. And when I saw this guy out there, they had, he talked about Andy Davidson um, as one of the players that he saw there. It was Andy Davidson as that guy that would just, just knock people over. And then he took over that role. He was, he was essentially the heir apparent of that just hard nose, grind you out, beat the, the balls off you type of football player. And I'm, I'm beyond excited about being able to speak with him. This was, this was one of my, and I'm not taking anything away from all the other people we've interviewed, but this was really one that I was excited about. I wanted to speak with him. I had. I have a I have a list of questions that I didn't even get to ask because just speaking with him and how articulate and how he can sit there and really kind of command the room and, and give great answers, I couldn't even get all of them out. I mean, I thought he was he was just a complete gentleman. I hope everyone sits there and supports this guy, supports West Point football, so, and they're they're in my they're in my uh, conference. But I, I really want the Jaguars to do good this year, because just because of this guy, he he is a a true gentleman and a did, officer and an all around great American. Did you that, say that's that's what I could say? A very humble, um, very humble man. Um, did you say that he's in, they're in your conference? Jaguars, yeah. They're in the same conference as, as oh, it's conference. My bad. I conference, apologize. yes. I thought you meant division. I, I, I not division. I'm yeah, sorry. I really conference. No, yeah, you did say conference. I'm. I, I heard you wrong. No, no problem. We will not hold that against you. Oh, thank you. Do they play the Giants <laughs> this year by any chance? I I don't believe so. Okay. No, I don't believe so. All right, good. So I'll, I'll if he if he knock on wood gets signed and plays, uh, I'll, I'll root for him. Uh, I, I I don't get speechless often. But just how, if you will, I, a little bit starstruck because I've watched this guy week in and week out for the past, you know, three years of him really playing a lot. And my wife can attest. I'm like, you know, it's it's third and one. Put him in. Like, there were times where I, I can remember being in the old house, the, the one that was renovated, being in the rental and just screaming, going, like, put him in because I knew he could do it. Mm-hmm. And speaking with him and we were doing it over Skype and I, I'm kicking myself in the ass because we were when it first came on I could see Joe I could see Connor and somehow we went all black and I couldn't see him and I don't know if he could see me but I was I probably looked like a main we couldn't we couldn't Did you no, see me, Joe? no we couldn't he could not see you and I couldn't see you you oh, turned I, you turned I, your I fucking camera waving my hands around I, I was like I, I looked like uh, like an idiot, probably. If you could have seen me, I looked like an idiot. I know I looked like an idiot because I was just like every time I would get like pumped up about like him hitting the you know hitting the hole and and doing this and doing that. I was like going nuts here. It was like I was watching a game 
via this this interview because I was so pumped up. This was really really enjoyable for me. I love the fact that he is a great American. I, I I'm kind of speechless on it, it. How pumped I was about this this uh, this interview. This was one of my favorites. You don't seem speechless. <laughs> no, I'm not. But. Yeah, no, he's a, that, was a, that was a really good interview with uh, Connor, and uh, we thank him again for for being on our show, our little show here. Yes, um, follow him on all the social media. Yeah, I got it. And then, well, then follow us. You want to go right into it? No, no, we, we, do you have anything to say? I mean, we we kind of haven't really been talking a lot. We, we've been focusing on that. Is there anything that you, that you have to say? About the interview? No, about anything. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a we haven't had a rap session lately. Really? Not really. We, uh, I mean, we've been texting, but not like. No, I mean, there's nothing. Really, there's nothing going on to to talk about. I guess. Just been quar- hashtag Jones good. She's doing well. Yeah, she's uh, she's growing. Um, she's smiling a lot. She's uh, she's sleeping right now. I can see. I'm on the I'm on the the porch or the deck. I'm looking in the window, and I can see her in her chair swinging away. You're creeping on her. I'm creeping on her. I see her. I see you, Joan. <laughs> that, that that picture that picture you posted the other day was adorable. I will admit. The, oh, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah she's my pal. Yes. Uh, no, she's my pal. She's your buddy. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> what about what about you? How's the new house going? Uh, I've used my urinal 105 times. <laughs> You really kept track I, I, of that? I'm keeping count, yep. <laughs> Did you ever find the clicker? No, we are still looking for it, but I, I have a mental tally of it. And the uh, one of our neighbors that's building a house down the road from us, he drives by, walks by, runs by, he takes the lawnmower to go clean the yard. Every time he drives by the house, I'm sitting outside having a cigar. So... <laughs> I must look like the the biggest like uh, old man. I just sit out on my front porch like an old man. I got a beer, well, probably like six, and a cigar, and I just watch the traffic go by. That's like my entertainment now. Not gonna lie, it sounds pretty fucking peaceful. That's kind of what I'm doing yeah. right now. I'm on the. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm having a great time doing it. Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the porch and I'm watching. There's a a pond across the way, and now, uh, now I, I've seen that pond. Yes, you have. Uh, it's it's dark now, so there's no one out. But there was a lot of people out before. I was kind of watching people jog back and forth and all that other crap. So, all right. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, we we can all go. I'll bring my uh, two little demon children. You can bring hashtag Joan, and we can go to a, an army game, and we can see the uh, maybe a future interviewee playing the game. Maybe. Maybe we can. But until then, follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram, Bull Ring PC, uh, Facebook under Joe Tom or Bull in the Ring PC. Um, we're on uh, Podcoin, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and uh, give us a rate and review. We could really use that. Uh, follow Connor Slomka. Slomka? Slomka. Slomka. Uh, his Twitter handle is C underscore, underscore Slom 25. His Instagram is I am underscore Connor Slomka. Uh, yes. It doesn't get that more. If you're on the Jags simpler. this year, they, they are going to be, for this year, 
they're going to be my my second favorite team now in football. I, I thought the Giants were your second favorite team in football. They moved down the third just oh. for you, Joe. <laughs> okay. Well, one, thank <laughs> yes, you. Follow them. Follow him. God bless our troops. We're getting close to uh, the summer season and all of the armed forces holidays, if you will. So if you see a vet, thank a vet. Pray for a vet. Absolutely. Show respect to them. They are great men and women out there serving our country. We love them. We love our flag. So... I guess from all of us here at Bulls in the Ring to all of them, thank you. And from all of us here at Bulls in the Ring to everyone listening, thank you for listening. Okay. And we'll... Look at that. I had, I had a good out one. Yeah, you did. Yeah, look you... at that. I, I... Well, we, we need to end this now. Right now? <laughs> right now. Well, join us right here next week on Bulls in the Ring. Good night.